Welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. We'll go through the Super Saturday games for round eight for your Anzac round. Um, and we've got the Dogs v. the Sharks first. Now, a second hat trick of the season for Will Kennedy led the Sharks to a 33-20 to win over the Bulldogs at a core stadium on Saturday night. Now, obviously, the Dogs had a few guys out, a few main forwards out as well. And some backs, obviously, being Josh O'Carr and Jacob Carraz. Um, you know, they weren't at full strength going up against a full strength and um, Cronulla Sharks side, sorry. Um, well, not full strength. Obviously, Dolphin Nukin was out for the Cronulla Sharks, but it was a pretty much full strength um, Cronulla Sharks side. Nico Hines was looking wet. You know, the boys were on. Ronaldo Militalo nearly scored twice. They were lucky to save two tries from him, uh, the second one being his mistake. But uh, we won't talk about that one. But the Cronulla Sharks getting a big win here over the, the Canterbury Brankstown Bulldogs. And you look at the score and you think, geez, it was close. It was pretty close. The Dogs, they did have some big moments. Obviously, obviously sorry, Tavita Pangai Jr. Um, he had a big game in this one in the forwards for the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, keeping them in the contest. I thought that whenever they were under the pump, Reid Marnie would put a massive kick to the other side of the field, trying to go for a 40-20, but it didn't really come off uh, any of the times that he kicked them. And then obviously Matt Burton as well was trying to get them out of trouble with kicks as well. So those two guys really did stand up and try to get the dogs out of trouble whenever they got into trouble. And obviously uh, the Cronulla Sharks having a few awesome sets and it was really hard for the Kendry Bankstown Bulldogs to get off their line in some of the sets. And uh, obviously it resulted in them having to kick all the way down and uh, and just try and keep the uh, Cronulla Sharks in their own end, which was pretty hard for Canterbury as well. Um, don't know what to think about Burton to seven. I think it was more pressure on him, to be honest. I think that it was more pressure on Matt Burton when they put him to seven. Uh, Kyle Flanagan looked a little bit more loose. He still looked a bit timid when he in his style of play and... Obviously, for me, looking at this move, you would have thought that Kyle Flanagan would have sort of played a bit more of a confident game, and he sort of did a little bit, but he also still played a little bit of a timid game, uh, whereas, you know, Matt Burton, I thought, was uh, felt as if he was under more pressure being in the number seven jersey and officially being the main guy. I feel like it put a little bit of pressure on Matt Burton to perform, whereas I feel like in the six, he sort of feels a bit more free, and I think that's the effect we wanted to have for Kyle Flanagan, but it's actually resulted in Matt Burton being a bit more timid, Kyle Flanagan still being a bit timid, and it didn't really work out the way that I thought it was going to work out. Um, And look, it obviously had an effect on the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs. I mean, they lost the game uh, to the Cronulla Sharks. I thought they were going to lose anyway, but, you know, they did feel a bit laid back. They didn't want to try anything new. Uh, They weren't taking any risks in attack and it it really, um, you know, paid dividends for them coming up against this red hot Cronulla Cronulla Sharks side. And, you know, to be honest, to keep it to a 33 to 20 uh, ball game, I think is pretty impressive there alone for the Bulldogs considering how they played. Uh, Sharks fullback Will Kennedy has scored nine tries in his past seven games in 2023. He also ran for 172 metres. Super impressive there um, for uh, Will Kennedy, and he has been impressive over the past few weeks, to be honest. Really, really impressive. Um, 
yeah, look, I mean, it's going to be pretty hard, obviously, that James Tedesco is at fullback, um, you know, for the next few years for the Blues. But, you know, when James Tedesco retires, he'll definitely be a guy they'll be considering uh, for that Blues jumper in the number one. Uh, the Sharks had 36 tackle breaks compared to 21 for the Bulldogs. Obviously shows how dominant the Sharks were in this game. Uh, Ronaldo Molotalo ran for 205 metres and had three line breaks and five tackle breaks. Really unlucky not to score two tries in this game as well. Tavita Pangai Jr. did his best to inspire the Bulldogs with 13 runs for 116 metres. As I said, he really put a lot of effort in uh, in this game. Corey Waddell as well. I thought he was super solid in this game in the back row. 128 metres. A lot of tackles by him as well. I thought he was super solid in this one, Corey Waddell. He was probably one of my better back rowers of the weekend. Uh, the Sharks made it back-to-back wins for the first time this season. The Sharks have won 10 of their past 12 games against the Bulldogs as well. The Bulldogs have conceded 113 points in their past three games. I'll read that again. The Bulldogs have conceded conceded 113 points in their past three games, something they really do need to work on. Josh Reynolds entered the game with 17 minutes to play for the Bulldogs. Uh, I thought he did okay, sort of a roaming player role. I didn't really think it would make any difference if they were to select a Bally Beyond Deotto or something like that. He doesn't really bring much of an impact compared to what I thought he would, but it's great to have him in the side. You know, for Bulldogs fan, they'd be throffing at the mouth um, seeing Jake, uh, Josh Reynolds sorry, walking out there for this side in the number 14 jersey. Uh, Jacob Preston and Reid Marnie combined for 79 tackles for the Bulldogs, while Cameron McInnes topped the Sharks' tackle count with 40. Uh, I think the main sort of criteria for the Bulldogs is to not concede as many points, but also their discipline as well. Discipline's letting them down a few errors in this game, cost the Bulldogs uh, up against the Cronulla Sharks. I think discipline is something they really need to go back and look on um, in this game. But overall, impressive for the Dogs to not make it a Sharks blowout here. Sharks did well. Hines was silky. Um, Ronaldo Molotalo did quite well. Sione Katoa, I thought, was okay as well. Um, you know, the centers running for a ton of meters as they usually do. You know, a lot of performances from the Sharkies. Cam McInnes, 40 tackles. Unreal stuff from him. Uh, Tavita Pangai Jr. trying his best. Corey Waddell trying their best in this game. Uh, those two really, really solid performances from them in the forwards to try and, and you know, sort of... Um, inspire their side to come back in this game, but it just wasn't enough in the end, and the Sharkies get the win in this one. Uh, Knights v. Cowboys. Now, I love this game. Love this game. I said, I said, the Cowboys need a win. The Cowboys will get the win over the Newcastle Knights. People were saying, what the fuck are you talking about? The Knights will win. The Knights will win. You know, and I was just like, nah, nah, bro. The Cowboys will win. The Cowboys will get the job done here against the Newcastle Knights. They will get it done because they need the win. They need the win against the Newcastle Knights. KP's back in the side. I thought he played okay, KP, as well, to be honest, coming off the bench there uh, for the Newcastle Knights. They did really, really well, Um, you know, Stacked up a few metres in this game. Um, sort of played that number six role. Tyson Gamble played a roaming sort of role. Also played in the back row a little bit as well. Um, you know, I thought that Newcastle did okay in this game and it was quite close. But uh, the Cowboys grabbed the win uh, and the Newcastle Knights just didn't do enough in this one. Uh, in his third game back after three game suspension, Drinkwater ran for 216 metres and had two try assists. Really solid there from Scotty Drinkwater as the Cowboys 
boys grab a much-needed win over the Newcastle Knights. Maroon star Ruben Cotter entered the game after 15 minutes for the Cowboys and came up with 189 run metres and 46 tackles in 66 minutes of the game. I mean, this guy, fucking Ruben Cotter, honestly... I'm sort of confused as to whether he's better as an impact guy off the bench or starting because either way, he just comes up with fucking unbelievable stats. And over the past two weeks coming off the bench, even though the Cowboys haven't been winning many games, he's been a shining light for them, whether he's in the front row, whether he's in that lock forward role. Uh, He's been fantastic for them for me. He's been really, really solid. Ruben Cotter uh, on a big game in this one, 189 run meters, 46 tackles, super, super solid there. The Knights superstar Kalen Ponga came from the bench for the first time in his 100-game NRL career. Uh, he was introduced into the game in the 27th minute and played the remaining 53 minutes, finishing with seven runs for 61 metres, four tackle breaks, two line break assists, and a try assist as well. Uh, I thought, he, As I said, I thought he played quite solid there for the time that he was on the field, playing 53 minutes. I uh, thought he did really solid for 53 minutes of football. Both sides came up with six errors each in a slobby first half. The Cowboys back rower Jeremiah Nanai left the field in the 39th minute for a HIA, which he passed. Uh, he returned to the field in the 54th minute. The Knights centers Bradman Best and Dane Gagai. Now, Dane Gagai was fucking insane in this game. Insane. I was so surprised he didn't score a try because he was so dangerous every time he got the ball. This is probably the best game I've seen from Dan Gagai in a long while. Uh, But both him and Bradman Best combined for 352 metres uh, uh, from 35 runs, which is insane. And as I said, Dane Gagai, the main staple of that, he was awesome. I think Dane Gagai ran for 200 and something metres in this game. Uh, so most of the metres coming from him, he was unbelievable. Uh, the Cowboys winger Murray Talagi was sent to the sin bin in the 47th minute after a brain explosion, a late tackle on Dane Gagai. It was a bit of a brain explosion, and I think that obviously being on the same side as Dane Gagai and Dane Gagai having the performance that he did, he sort of fell into a bit of a pressure state and obviously uh, had a brain explosion, which you know sent him to the bin for 10 minutes for that late tackle. It was a bit stupid. Uh, it didn't really need to happen. He could have not done that. It wasn't like there was the situation where you know the timing of it or something happened or you know momentum got him there. It was his choice to make that tackle. Um, it was pretty stupid. Didn't need to happen. Uh, and he obviously got the sin bin there, so nothing to complain about there. The Knights have not won in Townsville since round two, 2015. The Knights center Dane Gagai came up with 14 tackle breaks for the game as well. It just shows you how dominant Dane Gagai was. He was fucking unbelievable. Uh, the Cowboys center Val Holmes was huge for the home side with 222 run meters and five tackle breaks as well. Super solid games from all of these guys. Uh, and it was a Super solid game of football as well. A nice close one uh, to finish off Super Saturday. Um, now, I've got a question, and I might throw you a little bit off guard because um, we are going to do a little shout-out here, mate. Do you love your Oz tag? I do. I got back into it um, this year, played with it 
a group of mates. We didn't we didn't go the best, but you know we had a had a bit of fun. That's mm. for sure. Yeah, well, if you love your Oz tag, mate. Now, do you love the beach as well? Are you a beach guy? Are you are you keen for a bit of bit of suntan? Mate, yeah, of course. Everyone loves the beach. It's you're not Australian if you don't love the beach. Well, if you love the beach, mate, and you love Oz tag, mate, get into evosportsco.com.au. They're selling all of their Oz tags. They're selling some awesome Oz tag kits. You get tags, you get belts, you get uh, cones as well to set up the game, and you get a and you get a waterproof footy. Now, there's always that dickhead at the beach. You're playing touch footy on the beach, and he kicks the ball into the water, mate. Well, this solves that problem because it is a waterproof football. So you get cones, you get belts, you get tags, and you also get the waterproof football as well. Mate, does that just sound absolutely insane? Does that sound like the best thing you've ever heard? Mate, that is phenomenal. It is exactly. phenomenal. It's exactly what's needed. They've yeah. found a gap in the market and they've, they've smashed it. They have smashed it, mate. So make sure if you haven't already... If you haven't already, I'm sure you have Aiden, mate, because from what I've just heard, mate, I bet you have. I bet yeah. you have. Go to yeah. evosportsco.com.au and grab yourself a pair of tags and get this, mate. If it wasn't good enough, if you use the code BIGLES10, you can get 10% off. Mate, it's almost robbery. 10% 10, off. 10%. 10%. Mate, they may as well give it away for free. Oh, exactly, mate. They may as well give it away. It's robbery. It's robbery. 10% off. These tags, evosportsco.com.au, family business, mate. you got to support it. Get in there, get some tags before time runs out. Big Les 10. Thanks for hopping on, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure to do these season previews with you and can't wait for the next little collab that we do in the future. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me and, um, you know, enjoy the season that's ahead and um, I'll see you when the Tigers are lifting the trophy. Totally, mate. And I'll be keeping you accountable for that, lad. I'll tell you that for free. I'll be keeping you accountable, mate. We'll be going back. We'll be going back. All right. Cheers, brother. Cheers.